Yes, yes, yes y'all. We're, We're here. Woo, with the one and only. This is a guy we've known for a while. For a we've long known time. For a very long time. Mm-hmm. We know you as a musician, all the things that you're about to talk about about yourself and tell your story. But Crypto you're, King. You're now in the crypto world and and, mm-hmm. and you unlike many others who are who are presently trying to gain uh, a foothold in this space, you've been doing it for a long time. So we're gonna have you speak about that journey in a minute, but do you wanna give him the intro or should we have him give This is Lil MC. This is Unlearn the World. And you're listening to Ratchet and Woke. 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 I can't give myself an intro. Okay. One and only Hash Brown, right? One and only Hash Brown. I'm like the shyest person. Musician. Oh. <laughs> King of Crypto, Lambo Land. Rapper genius. extraordinaire. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a guy. I say words. I hope they rhyme. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and unbeknownst to you, you're probably one of my favorite freestylers. I think that watching you freestyle, yes. put, I see you tap into a zone that appreciate I that. often appreciate. So it's like, you know, you know? It, I'm very pleased to, to have you on the show. Thank you. In any Thank capacity. Um, but yeah, speak to your journey, right? Just in, in terms of like, we know you as a musician. A lot of mm-hmm. people know you as a musician, mm-hmm. but you're now in this new space of crypto. You've been there for years. Yep. Much unlike a lot of people who are just entering the space and think they're like know-it-alls. So <laughs> I want you to kind of just talk about <laughs> that, that, that journey thing. from music to crypto and that transition. Yeah. So I guess... Uh, you know, it happened. Uh, graduated SF State with a with a major in audio production, minor in Africana studies. That I literally got on accident. Actually, like I was graduating, and my friend was like, <laughs> "Hey, didn't you take hell Africana studies class? Can you get a minor?" And I was like, "Hey, maybe." So I went up to like uh, Deaf Professor Deaf Donnelly Fisher at State, amazing teacher, and took a DVD's hip hop class there. Honestly, that that really like got me. We did Dave East. Davey D. Oh. He's oh, he's like hip hop. You watch you watch any hip hop documentary, yeah, dudes, and like he's yeah, in he's, like all of them, like straight up. It's crazy. Yeah. He's like yeah, that, that honestly well, no, finding that cipher there too. I mean, because I came from a small hometown, you know, so I was like, yeah, I rap. But that's when I rap. Yeah, where are you from? Morgan Hill. Do you guys know Morgan Hill? Oh, it's like okay. right south of San Jose. Yeah, but but like. A small. T- I was the only really dude. I had, I had dreadlocks <laughs> in high school, right? I was the only dude in my whole school with dreads, and people come up to me just asking like outlandish questions. Like They'd be what? like, literally, literally one dude. Hair? Like- no, 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 no. That's not that weird. Richard Song, okay. shout out Richard Song. I shouldn't have said your full name. Came up to me and was like, "Hey, man, is it true what they say?" When I was drinking of the water fountain outside of my Spanish class, and he's like, "I'm like, bro, what?" He's like, "Is it true that your family passes a bong at the dinner table?" I was like, <laughs> "Bro, like, wh- like." Like there was just so like many connotations like, and, and shake, shake them dreads came out too when I was in high school. So literally oh, just oh, yeah. all like, honestly, I didn't even like that shit. Cause like, it's one thing if you hear it in a hyphy movement. It's another thing. We got these like rich white kids and suburban kids just yelling, Hill. Hey, shake them dreads. It's like, okay guys, like fuck this like, shit. You, you know, used to like, sway them dreads. The dreads used to sway when you, I mean, yeah, I, I, I like to do a dance. It was a I'm whole not, thing. I'm not against, that. I'm not against shaking them. I'm just saying when it's, it's a different, when you're in the movement and then when you got these people they've only seen a music video and they're just yelling across campus hey shake that like like this is their only chance i'm the one guy in morgan hill with dreads like I, let's yell it at him you know so yeah but i mean i don't want to interrupt your whole story but i'm very we'll get into this never mind keep going and later on at the end of the pod no i'm gonna ask you a question okay okay well she's gonna ask a question it wouldn't see but that it's coming. gonna be a dread related question okay okay oh, okay it's i'm ready dread, i dread this uh, well, <laughs> all right <laughs> um okay so yeah so so shout out to them honestly because that class um just really helped me like find a place in hip-hop i feel like and i don't know if i actually say that enough so shout out to them you know made made a dump, bunch of dope connections friends and all that stuff so one of the first ciphers that like dude the first cipher went to guled was there and he always tells a story like it's a mythic amazing thing and it's not like i, I was so scared that i was beatboxing the whole time i was like fucking i'm just gonna rap and i just i literally i closed my eyes guys i closed my eyes and i walked in like ha ha like i don't even think i rhymed because i was so nervous and everyone was like yo that was dope fam and just like all, i was like oh my god they're nice like it was just like oh they fuck with me like literally that moment though you know it was like oh uh, i'm a part of hip-hop you know from Aww. from morgan hill where there was like like i was literally rap battling cds i, I had my far side cd and i knew their verses so i'd like oh you're about to say this i'm gonna say this you know like uh-uh like i had no friends that rap you know i i had i had rap nothing CDs, you know? yeah yeah so um so yeah so coming from that 
got the major, got the minor, uh, went, grew some uh, medical cannabis in the mountains mm-hmm. um, with, a, with a homie who got some land, took well, that back. you that out there. You're not I mean, it's legal. It doesn't matter now. Yeah, right? okay. Well, right. trimming or fucking growing. It's legal. I would have said it. That, dude, my family asked me. They're like, so what are you farming? At the dinner table with my grandma and while grandpa. Passing the bong while my, passing the bong. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, no, no. This is my extended family. We, we only <laughs> passed the bobbler with the extended family. The bong's <laughs> for the incident. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no. No, this is like my, my Catholic. I'm half Mexican. If like Maybe people don't know. This is like my Catholic Mexican family. So like, oh, yeah, 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 I'm yeah, usually yeah. on pretty good... You know, but yeah, they were like, you know, what are you farming? And it was like, okay, either I, I live a life of lies or I just tell them right now. And I was like, you know what? Medical cannabis. And there was like one second where like my aunts and uncles like looked at me and it's like, ah. oh, wow. like that was it. It's like, you know, like that. I'm an open book, you know, like you ask shit. I would have shit. lived a life of lies. That's what I would have known. I've, I've I, tended to do that with dude, my Dude, I can't, I can't lie. Like, my parents. What are you on right now? Raising eucalyptus. <laughs> no, no, straight up. My parents were way too like. You can be whatever you want. And we'll love you, whoever you like. Aww. I can't lie. I literally can't like unless Aww, it's cops. Unless it's cops. Support from your parents. I, I realized. I realized there's. Yeah, I had it's a, such a unique thing. No, I mean my family. I mean, <laughs> if we want to go into we want to go into emotional support. My my parents ended up getting divorced. My dad into some random house, and my mom moved to Hawaii without me. My senior year of high school. So I mean, oh, okay. we've had some ups and downs too. Like you know, like. <laughs> I could, I could drop. Now we can talk. I, no, I could good. drop some more crazy bars right now, but I ain't trying to like make it a yeah, sob yeah, yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but no, no but so they, they, they did they did a very good yeah. they did a very good start, and then they taught like they taught me what to do, and then they taught me what not to do. Like I got the oh, full course. One way some right. people yeah. some people only get what to do or what not to do. I'm like, bruh, I got it all. I got yeah, get the spectrum of, of yes, parenthood. Exactly. So, all right, so, so yeah, so so grew that. You, you based yourself in New York. I mean, not New York City. You based yourself San Francisco. In, in San Francisco. Right? Yeah. You so had, so. Um, what was the name of your studio? Knock knock. Knock knock studio. Yeah. So you know, and a lot of dope <laughs> shit came out of your studio, bro. Like you had people bro. who were like on the on the freshman double XL cover. Bro. You had amazing. Bro. Twenty four K Golden's blown up that's yeah. just crazy 24k golden was in your studio i was the first he literally asked me if he could cuss in my studio he came through and he was like hey because he last the only place he'd been before that was a uh, sunset community they have like a small recording thing and it's like a community center so like oh you can't you know trap lyrics like talking about you know sex with people's women and stuff and he's like hey can i cuss you and i was like bro you can smoke if you want like what came back the next week with the backwood and we're like oh dude he was i literally like i was recording him i was turned around in my chair dumbfounded because he was talking to one of his friends in the back he's like yeah i met that dude five years ago when i was 12 and i was like bruh how young like no it's to, to see him now like, like 17 years old yeah he was he was wow. a youngin he was but a i youngin. think we, we take it for we take for granted that most of our favorite rappers when they started were the same age Right, mm-hmm. like I was listening to Nas, and Nas was nineteen. Oh, okay, not, <laughs> like, like, we, let's like, not draw those comparisons. But that I, dude's no, not but my fair. point is, but my point is that like older people, older hip hop heads are like all oh, these young kids. It's like, oh, no, yeah, yeah. you were listening to you. Tupac oh, yeah, was like yeah, yeah. nineteen. What are oh, we dude, talking about? Dude, don't don't get me started on that. Like, right. I, I was I was you know I was raised by older but more boom bappy heads, and that, right. that's kind of lyrical hip hop. I mean, even that I make more or less, maybe except for crypto rap, but. I wasn't the biggest fan of trap rap at first. And then, you know, the more the kids would come in there doing trap rap, it's like, yo, you'll have these conscious rappers be like, yeah, I'll pay you. Uh, I'll get you on. Uh. And then you got a kid in here, 17-year-old kid talking about fucking your bitch, but he's paying you that day. It's like, uh, <laughs> these conscious rappers talking a lot of shit, but these you trap rappers saying? actually fucking paying <laughs> me right now. So, yeah. <laughs> And they were polite kids. They were good people. It's like, I don't know why they're so obsessed with fucking each other's bitches, but other than that, like, <laughs> like they're some chill ass dudes. I had a dude breaking, I had a dude, no joke, breaking down their trap house in SF. He was like, yeah, and we got this dude that watched a bunch of Italian movies, so we got a coat. I'm like, bro, you should not be telling me this shit. Like, it's, yeah, you know, yeah, man, but, but they're, they're good kids, you know, they're like, they're, they're good, good people. Kids. So, so, so some, <laughs> some young lads. Uh, other than, yeah, <laughs> you know, so, so I, no, I, re- I really came around to it though, you know, I was like, hey, they're, they're just, and and there comes a point where like gradually you know the boom bappy people get a little trappier and the trappy people get a little more conscious and you know it, it slowly kind of meanders in. And, I, was just, I, I was explaining yeah, yeah, this yeah. to I was explaining this to Lil MC the other day, right? Like oh, hip hop is a broad spectrum. Oh, oh, well, no, we oh. were talking about Immortal Technique and uh, Lin Manuel Miranda. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How they went to high school with each other. A mortal technique oh, used wow. to bully Lin Manuel Miranda yeah. and throw him in the crowd. Tell who Lin Manuel Miranda is. The 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 know. creator of both Hamilton yeah. and In the yeah. Heights, which is a movie now, and it's, it's oh yeah, we got to talk about that later. And, Success in whatever the case is, oh, but I don't know. My me. my point in bringing this up is that so you have on the one hand a mortal technique who is on one side of the spectrum as super conscious rap, politically mm. active, all these, and then on the other side you literally have a dude writing Broadway shows in rap form, right? Mm-hmm. And they're both hip hop. Mm-hmm. They literally went yep. to the same high school together, yep. and they they both represent the culture in one way, and they both have a level of impact that many rappers would dream of having. But Immortal mm-hmm. Technique used mm-hmm. to give uh, other dude wedgies. Right, like, I don't know about the wedgie <laughs> part, but he was definitely throwing that, them in though. the trash. Like, you could see <laughs> that. They're like, yeah, yeah, you hear that story, you're like, yeah, yeah, checks out. I don't need, so, I don't so need to fact check that one. It's a broad spectrum is my whole point. You know what I'm saying? So when, the, yeah, when yeah. It's, it's cool when the trap rappers get a little bit more conscious. It's I, cool I, when the boom bap rappers do something that's a little bit more current. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, I, was, I was talking to, to Nate the other day, and speaking of that, do you guys remember... Like, I don't think it happens as much. Do you remember when people really was like, hey, yeah, yeah, no, that's, I listen to hip-hop, I don't listen to rap. Do you guys, do you guys remember, was that just my area that I grew up in, <laughs> no, or is I that a thing? There, there are people who presently and still make that kind of distinction and, and whatever it just, the case is. I mean, I make uh, that distinction in my, when I teach, I'm like, you know, just because someone's rapping doesn't necessarily mean it's hip-hop. I yeah. Mean, well, I said hip hop really weird with the emphasis, yeah. but like I <laughs> well, think, well, that and I get that are... they're separate things. Like one's a culture, one's an element. Yeah. But it's like a, it's like a square and a rectangle. You know, it's not like, oh, that that rap is like it just well, it was like a very value judgment. We're like, I, I don't like yeah. what he's saying, so that's rap. You know, right, it's exactly. like it sounds very like I don't know. It, well, like... I would add the nuance that rap isn't really an element of hip hop. MCing is the element of hip hop, oh, right? The craft okay. of working the crowd working in synergy with the DJ, the craft Mm -hmm. of emceeing Mm -hmm. is the element of hip-hop. Rap, even though it has its place in hip-hop, rap is literally a casual or braggadocio form of speaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right when you're rapping when you're with somebody, really... it's a casual. But I'm. It's important. No, no. no I took hip hop classes. Let's go here. There's signifying. There's there's a bunch of history. There's Muhammad Ali. I'm so mean. I make medicine sick. That was a rap. Exactly. But he wasn't hip hop necessarily. So you know, people, like no, I feel you. Been rapping. It's yeah. it's slick talk, right? It's like yeah. you know that's yeah. that's why they can get away with. Like, mm-hmm. look at the flick of my wrist and, like, talk about yeah, their yeah, yeah, their yeah. jewelry and fucking each other's women and all of this different shit because it's all supposed to be braggadocio because in yeah. the spirit of rap, that's mm-hmm. what you do. But I think mm-hmm. that even those types of people that are writing trap, like, using trap lyrics or talking about fucking your bitch or whatever, they're still within the hip-hop culture because there's so many other no, elements. No, 100, yeah, they're, they're totally yeah. 100%. Like, yeah, so the I d- style, the, like, just the I, I opened a can of worms I shouldn't have. Hey, remember when yeah. people used to do this and we started doing it? Oh, shit, my bad. <laughs> We no, still doing I mean, this. There, we want to explore those nuances. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I've always personally yeah. found it annoying when people are like, "This is rap, and not hip hop." And yeah, like to I, me, it's just like, yo, it's all part of the culture, bro. Like, yeah, no, I, I enjoy, I enjoy the like, yeah. I, I like labels for getting to things quicker and having like, oh yeah, that's that. Okay, I can understand that. But once people try to be like, nah, that's not. This is. It's like okay, like we're using yeah, these yeah, language is a thing we created to just get ideas across, guys. We don't need to like. You know, it's not right. designed like to keep everything boxes. We were just talking about this with a post. Uh, can I talk about this? Someone just posted that, like, people should start saying enslaved people instead of slaves when talking about it because <laughs> enslaved peoples is not, like, a quality of who they are. And then when I said that, you were like... Uh, well, yeah, I was just annoyed. Like, we're, we're just getting too caught up in semantics yeah, and yeah, words yeah, yeah. And, and, and thinking. And I, I completely respect people wanting to challenge the status mm-hmm. quo as it relates to linguistics, as it relates mm-hmm. to politics, society at large. But I just think that we are digging way too much yeah, in the weeds yeah. and the yeah. internet is allowing anyone who has a voice to mm-hmm. speak that voice and for it to carry on, right? Oh, yeah. So to the point where if I say slaves in a class, somebody's going to try to correct me and yeah. I'm just looking mm-hmm. at them like, get the fuck out of my class. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, you know what I mean? Right, so, yeah. But we're, we're digressing. Yeah, sorry, Back sorry. to you and your journey. You were, you, you've been a musician. You had this Knock okay. Knock Studios in San Francisco. You who else was thing. in the studio besides like who else was, that was t- tell Shit, us who, about who, all of who your... wasn't in the studio everyone yeah. was in there i wasn't uh, in there you never came you through never came to... no what unless i'm too are you serious for... did i go there I damn out. Hon- honestly i've i've thought people haven't come through and one dude on a call is like man it's too bad you never came through and dude's like yeah i, I was there we had a great time and i was like oh 
<laughs> so I'm just going to assume now that everyone was there because yeah. it's way better to assume they were there when they weren't than assume they weren't when yeah, they were. Definitely. That's definitely. much less offensive that way, I've realized. Totally. Um, totally. But I would have assumed you came through just because, like, the fam. Um, no, I, I don't think I did, though. But, I mean, yeah, we recorded, I mean, I literally have, like, over 100 artist folders, you know, like, uh, Gigio, Ozer, Cali J, we did the People's Tree intro for their, I mean, remember the People's Tree? People's we, Tree, though. Oh we did the, God, we did the intro for that album, and it was an honor just being a part of that. Um, we did the Siomata album, uh, 719, that that was that was that, honestly that's like, ba that's like san francisco classic might be like i might have made that too early in my career i've realized like that thing was too good and everyone thinks i'm like oh yeah this is a really good album mate like no like things i make today still don't sound that good like there was some <laughs> magic in that you know like there's mm -hmm. i mean shout out brycon on the production and Sumatra for like knowing what she wanted and being an amazingly talented vocalist so yes. You know, and, and just all the musicians we had. You know, we had like Gemstone band members. We had PDD on drums. We had, you know, Jules on. We had uh, Mike, uh, what, what Mike C, Mike, uh, Mike Mater D is. I just know him from his yeah, Facebook Mater name. D, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. D, yeah, yeah. He he made he made one of the beats on it. Like, uh, I mean, we had Chris Keys did did one of the tracks. I think like this it was all, like these are all the homies. It, it's like, like a it's like a, a Bay Area Illmatic, you know, like oh we had we had so and so on it, like but for real, like it, it really yeah. was a, a beautiful. Um, that and then you know we recorded some of the younger trap rappers. Uh, Rocky G, shout out Rocky G, shout recorded out a ton of his EPs. I recorded a Filipino cultural night with him, Whoa. with literally just like not even lying, dozens of Filipinos coming in the studio, like just like recording like these disney songs where it's like ah, kaya there's a bunch of them Whoa. uh we recorded a bunch of reggae artists you know i had a, a frigate a friend with the reggae label that came through so i mean we had gappy ranks through the studio who's a pretty big dance hall artist randy valentine to this day one of my favorite reggae artists he's fucking amazing if you guys don't know i'm checking like literally i was hating on american rap for like a year i was like I got dance hall. I don't, I got Kabaka Pyramid. I got Randy Valentine. Like I don't need Americans right now. International <laughs> raps better. I mean, I will I think send a you guys lot of links. people are like that. I think a lot of people because of the popularity of trap and and some of these mm -hmm. other like subgenres of hip hop, right? Genres. A lot of people who are getting older are moving away from rap and are like keeping their classic hip hop where it is, but then going yeah, yeah, into yeah. Afro beats and going into Ooh, reggae Afrobeat. and then going into like different yeah. genres of music yeah. where it's like I can still get the same. Yep vibe that like that yeah, rich yeah, yeah, yeah. culture vibe but i don't mm. have to deal with all the toxicity mm. which is interesting but yeah. nonetheless so you 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 were doing this and then all of a sudden like you, you fucking disappeared hit a gold mine with this crypto shit and you went off the grid yeah where are you no one like, knows talk, okay, talk that's, about that 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 process and that journey. that's 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 a little nicer sounding than it really went that's like okay. a very like smooth version of the the road you know like 10 year overnight success kind of thing well yeah um, clarify our understanding yeah. yeah okay so so yeah i came back built the studio I was running a studio called knock knock recorded a bunch of people um you know i i obviously rap also because uh that's yeah i'm a crypto rapper um and and yeah honestly i just i got really into like when i research things i like i like crackhead research where i'm like staying Rabbit up holes. like all night yeah i'm waking up <laughs> early like ah, it's 6 a.m but i need to finish this art you know i'm like weird about shit yeah so i just got really into researching crypto and honestly it was a it was a super organic thing where there's this website called steam it which was like it was like Reddit, but they pay you to post and they pay you to upvote and stuff. And now everyone moved from there to Hive. Long story. Let's not even get into it. But they had a weekly they had a weekly rap contest, and it was like, it was the first time. It was like the week I joined too, and it was the first ever weekly Steam at rap contest. And I was like, I like you know, thanks for rolling out the red carpet. Like obviously, like I'm here. I have arrived. You know. Um, and I was like, I'm a fucking rap on this shit. And I was writing the verse, and I was like, what am I gonna rap about? And it was like, oh crypto like this is a crypto you know if i'm trying to win i need to say something these people are going to listen to yeah yeah so i was like i'm a i'm a and i was like a winger a batter but i forget what i said but i was like spitting all these different like alt coins like hella fast and stuff like oh look i know this stuff i ended up winning first place that week and i was like oh, next one i did something else kind of like crypto we you know and i was like wait i'm earning crypto for my raps right now you know like like this this 40 dollars could turn into 400 or four you know this is my my thinking i was like oh so shit did it, you know did you, was that like 40 bitcoins and now it's like four million nah steam bitcoins? steam didn't do that good i actually sold it and put in some other whatever stuff um okay but but yeah yeah but i mean more importantly though was just the realization like 
oh, people are into this. And and even on one of the videos, someone was like... That there's a community. Yes, right? someone in one of the videos commented, like, hey, Hashi, which is like, no one's ever called me Hashi before <laughs> or after, which is great. They're like, so, hey, Hashi, I love those cryptic raps. And it was like, it just felt like... And it was like, okay, cryptic raps, crypto raps. And it was like, ah, like, yeah, this could be a thing. So um, it was really just that realization was like, there, there's something out there. So ended up getting into other communities, writing a song for like a, a coin called Bitbean, which no one knows about, but it was a slapper of a song. Bitbean, oh, Bitbean, you know I'm all about him. Bitbean, put it in my wallet and sprout him. Bitbean, scalable and ultra fast. I just looked at that market cap. Like, oh, I was I was spitting facts. People still don't know what market caps are. They're like, oh, that's only a penny. Yeah, but look at the market cap, look at the circulating supply and do the math for how much I can actually go to. Like, Oh, don't get me started. People like Ripple's need, only fifty cents. Okay, actually, hey, 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 wisdom fit right now. Yeah. Really quick, really quick for anyone into cryptocurrency on any level. One of the most, it, it's like it's it's very basic concept is market cap is how much is something worth in total. So let's break it down to like normal stuff. Okay, you got ten CDs. Each CD is worth ten bucks. You got a hundred dollars market cap on your CDs, right? Say you had a thousand CDs. And they were worth, you know, like a dollar. Then it's it's a thousand. Like, but each of those coins, like the the, the overall value. Okay, I'm doing a terrible job describing this. This is terrible. No, anyway, I'm all, I'm I'm with you. I'm yeah. following. I'm the, the over the overall value is based off the amount you have times the value of each one. So people look at something like uh, Ripple and be like, oh, it's only fifty cents. But there's like fifteen billion Ripple, as opposed to twenty million Bitcoin. So for Ripple to get to Bitcoin's price, it would have to be worth like whatever twenty million to fifteen billion. You know, it. it's like it's it would have to be less because it's like it would. It's less rare. For, yeah, for it for it to get to that price per individual thing, the overall thing would have to be worth like way more than than Bitcoin. Yeah. So people yeah. get on these projects and like, oh, it's only a penny. It's like, yeah, but there's like. Like, there's this one called SafeMoon right now. I was like, yeah, but there's 674 trillion of those, you know? Like, right. you do the math and you're like, oh, this this is actually more expensive by the percentage I'm getting it's than the these more expensive diamonds ones. diamonds are more valuable than granite, you know? It's like, you there's know? more of something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, exactly, though. Because there's less of them. That's what drives the price. And so... So yeah, um, so they're paying you in Bitcoin, and then the Bitcoin like blow up, and then like no, I was stupid. I wasn't even getting paid in Bitcoin. I was getting paid in shit coins. If anyone doesn't know what that's <laughs> called, sh- shit coins are just Is that a real thing. Oh, it's a very real thing. I'm a shit coin maximalist. Okay, people say they're Bitcoin maximalists. Like, I believe in Bitcoin. It's the, I'm a shit coin maximalist. I'm like, give me all the little projects. I want them all. I believe in all of them. I'm like. <laughs> Oh my God, I'm like, like a weird. We I'm like a weird bleeding heart. I believe I believe in like way too many projects. Um, but yeah, so I'll get paid, and my whole thing is like I'm gonna get paid in your token. So if you blow up, like fuck Bitcoin, I'm gonna get in on you on the ground floor. And dude, we've like we've been paid what should have been pretty exorbitant amounts of money for some things that have literally I, I've never seen things actually go to like physical zero. It's so sad when that happens. You're like, oh, I got, oh, I'm like, you're feeling, you're like feeling your stuff. Like, I'm not gonna tell my friends yet. I'm just gonna wait. And I'm just gonna like stunt on all of them. And then it goes like actual zero, and you're like, I'm so glad I didn't tell any of my friends right now. <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, woo. So um, following this trajectory, it's not like you went off the grid because you blew up on Bitcoin. It's like the opposite. <laughs> no, no, I mean, he lost that's, his goddamn shirt in this thing. <laughs> no, no, no. Like the thing with that though is those were those investments. So when people would put like a thousand dollars in or whatever to a crypto, like my investment was a wrap. Like, oh yeah, give me like the one that went to zero. My cut of that was supposed to be, I think twenty seven thousand dollars. And it's like, if they 10x, that's a quarter of a million dollars. If not, it went to zero. Okay, what did that cost me? One rap song. Do you know how many rap songs I've written in my life and got paid nothing for? Yeah. No, but that was okay, give, give me. <laughs> yeah, but, but we did that for a bunch of projects. And like, honestly, a lot of them, again, shitcoin maximalists. I probably should have been like, something I've learned also. I was like, from now on, it's like, pay me half up front in Bitcoin, half in your native token. So if it never yeah. goes liquid, I can cash out the Bitcoin at least. But le- lessons learned, you know? But again, like, I wouldn't change a thing about that. Like I literally have earned, I've paid my rent off rap songs I've written for crypto companies. Wow. That's dope. You know, like I, I'd never paid my rent before off raps. Let's just be honest. Yeah, Being an underground Bay area know. artist, I get paid. I, Oh, you, you showed up. Here's $15 for that show. You know, like I wasn't even doing big shows. I was doing like the smallest shows you can do. And then it's like, 
oh yeah, we'll give you a, we'll give you a few thousand for that song. You're like, ah, uh, yeah, this is a good market. And and again, you know, <laughs> that maybe, maybe I should have wanted more upfront or Bitcoin or something like that. But literally it's like, oh, the cost was a song. You know, as long yeah. as I just keep my head level, it's like, oh, that cost me a song. Great. It was a right. few hours. I own a studio. That didn't cost me anything to record it. Didn't cost me anything to get it mixed. My homie made the beats. Yeah. You know, it's like, there's literally zero money in. Yeah. yeah it's so just like, there's no production. Cost. It costs time. I got to research. I got to read their white paper and like write it. So I break down like the technical aspects of the project. So it, it takes time, but, right. but, but then, then I'm learning about cryptocurrency anyway. So it's like people, a lot of people research cryptocurrencies so and don't like this, right? Yeah, yeah, so the way I see crypto mm-hmm. is that it's, it basically, I mean, a lot of people stand on this, this uh, talking point that it's basically decentralizing finance or money mm-hmm. currency. It's yeah. uh, democratizing wealth in one way or another. Yeah. And what I see it is it, it's a new digital frontier where communities are being created and they are agreeing to a specific transactional currency, mm-hmm. right? Like they're just saying, all right, we're all going to use this currency rather than the yep. dollar to yep. exchange goods and services for mm-hmm. this. Now, Bitcoin is the one that's the most popular we know yes. of. Ethereum is the other big boy in the room. Yep. But then there's a whole swath of oh, yeah. other Shit ones. Shit yeah. coins. Shit coins. You Shit know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, almost like, it's almost like penny stocks. Yeah, it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's yeah. like, so so explain that world and like and, and, and the volatility and how people Oof. are catching licks and, and like really amassing wealth or from what i'm hearing i yeah. don't know how oh. true this is but oh no people speak on it, please. people are so definitely amassing wealth i have some yes. friends who like it's like there's there's funny like you know the weird flex but okay there's like a lot of crypto weird flex but okay is if someone's like oh yeah you know i was in on the ethereum pre-sale if anyone tells you that that's their way of saying like i'm really rich but don't ask me how much money i have like the oh. ethereum pre-sale mm. ethereum was 30 cents a token so you put in $30 at the Ethereum presale, you know, $3 would get you 10. You have 100 of them. You put in $30, you have 100 Ethereum, right? Right now, Ethereum is worth, what, two and a half, well, where are we at, 3K now? So that $30 would turn into $300,000. Oh, my God. I had a friend casually be like, yeah, put a few hundred into the, the Ethereum presale. And you're like, so you had thousands of tokens now worth thousands like you're like oh, you start doing the math in your head real quick you start like, pocket watching yeah. okay okay interesting oh, buddy okay. um yeah. no there's definitely very real um wealth being created and that's kind of the one of the most exciting things about it is that like at least for me a lot of the people who who are in the space now and who have money are like they're not people who went into the space for money so it created like and now there's like the bitcoin bros and obviously with everything there's like toxic you know everything's and whatnot but there's a lot of people who are like just good-hearted people who are like artists or just like you know kind of off in their own world like nerd creative computery people or whatever who just came into money and now they're like oh I want to I want to support these other people I want to you know so there's like this weird movement of it it's not people who are like oh I'm going to go into tech startup and you know they didn't go into this for the money so there's this weird and of course there's the more toxic but I found this super amazing like wholesome ass community of people and that's why you know what making crypto rap was really like aiming towards is these people who let's not lie who who might have also made a lot of money recently and might want to go support <laughs> someone you know if like if i'm gonna write songs for someone am i gonna write it for like local bay area cats who who might or might not have a lot of disposable income or for these potentially like millionaires who are like yeah let me throw them with through a few ethereum i got at 30 cents you know it's like yeah not 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 the worst market in my opinion so um so yeah i mean you got everything from from those people who got in early you got the people who you know, FOMO in, fear of missing out in, oh, everyone mm-hmm. knows that. It's not just a crypto term. I forget that. <laughs> um, who like FOMO in late and only buy at the top and then like only sell at the bottom and literally have only been wrecked by crypto. And it's like, oh shit. you know, that's real too, you know? And, and then you have the people who say every time it goes up, I missed it. But then every time it goes down, they say it's a scam. And you're like, all right, are, are you seeing the same pattern I'm seeing? Because well, I mean, in 2017... Also, you also have that, that argument being made by like mainstream media outlets and mainstream economists. Their main point of criticism and concern from what I've seen is mm-hmm. the, the volatility. And that it, celebrities like, can influence it so easily. Right. Like you that's, know? It's, just, it's extremely volatile. One yeah. minute you could literally be up millions in whatever you've invested. And then somebody says something. Yeah. And then you're back to square one like or Elon nothing. Like Elon or Trump. And right. then it's just. Yeah. But like you, you hear these articles saying that. And that's only happened since Bitcoin's been like at least a few thousand dollars. Right. 
Like, okay. did you hear? Did you hear people tweeting about Bitcoin and crashing the price, and it was like two thousand? No, no one no, really knew about no, it, right? I mean, yeah, no one so, knew so about if, it. So now, like, if you now, got in early, like Bitcoin, when I first heard about Bitcoin was in, when I was in the dorms in college, it was a penny each. Wow. So for people to be like, man, it's crashing. It's only worth $30,000. It's like, uh, my parents and my grandparents tell me stories about like, yeah, you know, I used to go to the movies for like a nickel. And I think like, <laughs> I think like, oh, wait, so, so our money's going like this way. It's going the wrong way. Everything I make right now is going to be worth less when I get older. When I die, right. I, every dollar I have is going to be worth less. Then, then glance over at Bitcoin. It started out at the penny and now it's crashed to like 30,000. You're like, uh, I may not be a genius, but I see general trends. I see yeah. inflation and I see deflation. So, so yeah, it, it is a new market. There's a ton of volatility. There's a ton of toxicness. There's pump and dumps. There's people scamming. There's it, like with anything in life, once there's money and attention, there's going to be, I get like every week, two people adding me being like, Hey, I'm gonna help you with your crypto portfolio on Instagram. You know, like, uh, I don't know if you guys get them too, or just cause I do crypto rap, but no, I've getting those. Do. Oh, it's terrible. It's like, I, I did great in Forex, but crypto's even better. And it's like, okay, guys. But... You're like, you're talking to the wrong person. So, so, yeah, you know, actually, yeah. It's like, you should check out my crypto rap group. I try to shill on my shit. Hey, by the way, check out my group. <laughs> like, hey. Um, so you're continuing to make these rap songs for these different cryptos. Is that like kind of like that? That was, that's part of it. Um, what, what I generally like to do more than just for the cryptos is like for the culture. Like, because uh, we realized that it, honestly, it's just like a, a lot of tech people in it and a lot of like price interested people. And there's like very few people like there, there is blockchain tech people like who are like, oh, I'm, I'm about taking like for me, what, what sold me on it was it's like, oh, so like the U.S. government that funds these global wars that are like literally terrorizing like, you know, not white people across the globe. Uh, and sometimes white people too. Let's yeah, everyone can be included in America's <laughs> terrorism. Um, is getting funded by this government who's like printing trillions of dollars out. And then they're like, you know, dollars are funding wars, and it's like, right. you're saying if we took the power out of their hand, if we created a, a global currency that one nation isn't in charge of, they could like, you know, spread this and de- decentralize it to to a, right. a bigger group of people and stuff. And to me, like it that's gives what more was people cool. access to wealth as long as they have any sort of. Uh, access to a digital technology, internet, yeah. right? It's, yeah. it's what we were watching. There's a show we just got into called Startup, and mm-hmm. the this main girl, one of the main characters is trying to create her own uh, currency. Coin. Yeah, yeah. Gen her coin. own her gen. Yes, yeah, Gen Coin. So it's her, she's creating nice. her own cryptocurrency. Go Gen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but that's how they've been explaining it in the show. That it basically is mm-hmm. decent. It's it's allowing some Somalian <laughs> somewhere in a random mm-hmm. village. Mm-hmm. If they have a cell phone, they're able to invest in Bitcoin. Yeah, right? I've had two over three hour conversations in the last couple of weeks with the dude out of Zimbabwe who's like. Wow. He's about to join our, our crypto fam collection or collaboration and stuff. He's like, dude, what do I need to do? He's like sending me beats. We're about to, bro, I'm about to help him sell some of his beats. Like, I'm not trying to like underprice too many American beat makers, but dude, he sells beats out there in Zimbabwe because their money doesn't go that far for like 20 bucks. Yeah. And they're like good beats. That. And I was like, bro, you could sell a beat out here for like 50 bucks. They're good beats. No one would bat an eye. And he's like, yeah, that, that would, he was like, that would literally like change my life. You know, it's like. Yeah, so 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 amazing. Yeah. Cryptocurrency, it's funny because it means something to like us, but it means a lot more to mm-hmm. it. like we take for granted that even though I, I you know kind of shit talk on the dollar for like going you know the wrong direction, it's relatively stable. You know, like he, he, I was talking to him, he was telling me I think he said he went to school with I want to say it was three trillion dollars to buy lunch because Zimbabwe just had rampant inflation like five or six years ago, I think four or five years ago. Venezuela did too. I actually talked to a guy when I was in Bitbean in the forum, one of the guys I talked to was this Venezuelan guy. He's like, yeah, I'm here because as volatile as this is, it's going like the right direction for the Mm -hmm. most part as opposed to our money, which is going the wrong direction. So yeah, there's a lot, you know, we're we're very early in this. Like there's going to be some projects that go to zero. Like if you invested in Lycos or Bing or any of those search, you know, engines from, you know, how many did we have before like Google? You know, yeah, ask Jeeves. Like, yeah, you would have been it shit out of luck to too. You know, yeah, what? We don't even know. We can't even ask him. I need to we need ask Jeeves what Bale. happened to Jeeves. <laughs> hey, Jeeves, where'd you go? Hey, where'd you go, Jeeves? He, 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 he caught a lick with, on crypto. He went right, with Tom right. from MySpace. Right, yeah. right. They retired yeah. early. Yeah, so, you know, there there are like those that are going to fail, and there is toxicity, and there is volatility. But again, it's like if you have a long term view, 
even if you bought at the very all-time high in 2017 when it was 19600 for Bitcoin and it sunk down to like, what was it, 4000 or something? Ethereum went from $1,400 to $88. You're like, holy shit. From 1400 to 88 Can you imagine how terrible that is and you lose faith? It's a scam. I'm going to sell it. Oh, wait. I wait another year. All of a sudden, that same Ethereum is worth $4,000. So if right. you bought it at its all-time high at 1400 and feel like you got burned, just sit it out. Right. You know, like if, if like that's what we're called team Hodel, hold on for dear life. Like what's the long term vision of this? Do you believe in the technology? Oh, that's what or are you just jumping into it? Yes. Yes. Dear life. Yeah, so hold on dear life. Got it, got it. Okay. <laughs> so so you know, it's like if you believe in the underlying tech and and doesn't hurt to diversify a little maybe, you know, so if one of them fails, like, okay, I've I've, you know, some other projects I may be in. Um I'm not saying it's not volatile. I'm not saying people can't lose all their money, but it's like like any investment that could happen. If you if you start if you fund a startup, you could lose your money. So it's just it going just, into it knowing that you know it's it's not a money printer. Don't let people be like, if you buy it now, you'll <laughs> like yeah. that's how you yeah. lose. And you I know, like that's, don't. That's what we're combating against, right? Like, and I, I always mm-hmm. talk about it. It's this gold rush culture that we've uh, that mm-hmm. we've gotten. Culture. Yeah, this hit yeah. a lick culture that we've especially gotten during the pandemic, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah, because yeah. people just basically went on YouTube rabbit holes on how to invest and got their stimulus. Stimulus yeah. checks and like, got I'm their stimulus checks, threw it yeah. into the market, yeah. and made some educated plays, and were able to come mm-hmm. up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And come ups were major, but that doesn't yeah. make you a financial wizard all of a sudden. But also, you... like when you come up with Bitcoin, like I'm guessing you are not like you know cashing out your well, your your Bitcoin and like oh now I have money. Nah, you're leaving your wealth. It, it depends. It depends on the people. Like I like I said, I I I see in my opinion, the trajectories. And I'm like, yeah, I would, I'd keep my long-term wealth because if it's not like land. you can use that to buy goods and services. Like, whereas yeah. now it's not as common. Like, you still need And there's money, Bitcoin but... ATMs now. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I didn't even there know are, that. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. this one gas station that I go to in Daly City that they mm-hmm. like they sell everything. Chicken, sneakers. Fun tuka. fact. Fun fact. That's <laughs> also how you get around the law. Yeah. If, anyone, if anyone's trying to launder through Bitcoin, if you buy it on an exchange, it has KYC. Oh, that's, not that I, the, that's also in the show not, we're watching. Not that I would do that. It's I'm like just saying Ozark, I've heard. Bitcoin. I've heard. Um, and they're like higher fees and stuff. But yeah, there's no KYC. Like when you go into Coinbase or Kraken or any of the exchanges, it's like, oh, here's my wallet. Here's my driver's license. Here's my all this. So then they can like extract taxes from you. If you buy Bitcoin in an ATM, it's, it's an ATM. They don't ask you for nothing. Oh, shit. It's like, oh, it deposited we're, we're putting to this. people on game huh. right now. Yeah. We're about to I be mean, very popular. Yeah. In, uh, no. Just, I yeah, do you. The criminal just, I'm just do you. No, you know what's funny about that is like everyone talks about, and this is like, I think the government started this, so everyone like thinks, oh, we can trust them to make sense, which is hilarious. Like, oh, yeah, well, let's keep trusting what they say about things. That's never yeah. gone wrong. <laughs> um, but everyone's like, oh, yeah, Bitcoin, it's so easy to like money launder and like sell and buy dr-. Like, you can track from when a Bitcoin was first created, every single wallet it's ever gone to in every single transaction. You can go to Explorer and like look at someone's wallet and see exactly how much crypto they have in that wallet. Whoa. Like it is so hard to money launder with Bitcoin. It's so much easier to money launder with US dollars. That's why the government launders with US dollars. It's like, it's, we have a system that's terrible. Like uh, people are trying to do illegal stuff. People think, oh, crypto's the one for it. People started no, inventing a digital, privacy coins for that. digital fingerprint. Yeah. I thought you were saying that it was easier to launder with Bitcoin. You're saying it's harder. No, no, it's very... That, you have to use a Bitcoin ATM machine. That's the only way to get in without them seeing where it came from. Because that's what I'm saying. If okay. you if you buy it, it's like it's from this account. It goes yeah, to this yeah, wallet yeah. that I own. Once they tie the wallet to you, they know that's your Bitcoin. But if you make this like email address that's not tied to you anywhere they can't know it's your email address essentially you know You've but if you sign up with google and it's like how do you verify this what's your phone number it's like oh let me put my phone number let me... all of a sudden google really knows who you are you know oh, it's like shit, that yeah. versus it's like that yeah. versus um so yeah i mean let's I know make the transition into talking about nfts yeah that's what i was gonna say before we, yes we yeah. run out of time we need to know about nfts yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Good. That, so, that is the topic this is now. a new and this is a new thing i mean i'm sure it's been around for a bit but over the last maybe Has say six months yeah yeah, I bought, I bought NFTs in 2017. What? Let's see. <laughs> Yo, you but, are crazy. So over the last year or so, the conversation about yeah. NFTs has shifted into the mainstream. Yeah, yeah, it's going um, up a lot more. There was a week or two in the last few months where it was all the conversation. Yeah, like, it was great. Who, who made anywhere. NFTs blow up, though? What celebrity yeah. did that? I mean, it was kind of just like a thing where like, it just was becoming a fever pitch. Um there was a few, you know, like uh, who was some of the first ones? Like the I know, fiasco, one of I know, Tory Lanes did something. Uh, Grimes sold like six million worth of NFTs. Uh, 
I want to say one of the polls, either Logan or Jake, I can't remember. One of them did like a, a, a Pokemon. I mean, it's, it's like anything, you know, like how does it get hype? It just starts getting hype and people think it's hype. And, you know, that's yeah. it's honestly it's, on, it's honestly what I don't like about cryptocurrency. And that's kind of why I do what I actually, you know, this actually brings a full circle, which is why I try to be the beacon I am with blockchain and don't tell people like, hey, just buy crypto. It's like, hey learn blockchain technology. Hey, get a foot in the door. Hey, realize how this can benefit our communities. Hey, you know, because everyone's like, oh, I bought, I bought Doge and blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's, to me, it's not about that. Like, this is actually a revolutionary technology that can, like, for example, there's a streaming service that it was called MusicCoin. We had a, we had one of the meetups actually at our studio because like we were really, really in with them for a second before they, they fell off the map where the second someone streamed your song, you got a music coin that was worth three cents. And if you had like I did with our producer, it would split the second we had a song play from anywhere on their platform, anywhere on their platform, like any user on their platform, it instantly sent one music coin and it split it between both of us. So the second a song played, we got one and a half cents each. That's Spotify, do you know how many plays you need to get that one and a half cents? I'd be like 150 or something like that because like a tenth of a penny per stream because it's going through all these legacy institutions. Like, okay, this guy played it. It got and this. It's not it has even to go telling through. you how much the stream is worth. Yeah. No. You still don't know the exact Exactly. And you don't even get a payout until you reach X random. So there's all these smaller artists who are never getting paid out. Spotify is just keeping all of it's like Twitch. You you get paid, but until you get a hundred dollars, they don't pay you out. Mm -hmm. So there's all these lower level Twitch streamers who are just like, I made ninety bucks, I'm giving up. Twitch is keeping all of that money, a hundred percent. And it's in the billions. You know, yeah. So that's all that small because it's it's all like fractions of a cent. Exactly. It's like, ah, no one's really gonna. It's like the movie. It's like the movie Office Space where they try. Yeah, yeah, the Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Fractions of a penny that get put aside. Exactly though. That's that's what they're doing to us as artists, and that's what blockchain can be like. Oh, there's a smart contract because that's that's like what Ethereum essentially did is it brings programmability into like basic smart contract. Someone plays this song, it sends them from it sends this wallet one coin. You know, a very simple like programmability into it. So and where do you see NFTs going like in the next year? Not, not even like five to ten years. Where do you see NFTs going in in with its current level of popularity, its current trajectory? Everybody's trying to get in. Obviously, you're going to get some die down from that. People are mm -hmm. you know. People are going to hate on it if they didn't yep. make money or whatever the case yep. is. Yep. But where do you Which is see great. I, I, I love the die down. <laughs> but where do you see I, it going I, for I A, for creatives down. and how mm -hmm. they're minting what it is that yep. they're minting? Yep. And then the marketplace in and of itself. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I was, I was way too long-winded. I was trying to get to that and I started talking about some other no, shit. That's fine, um, that's fine, fine. But, but yeah, like what I think the real value is that, that I'm trying to get across to artists is like, it is hard to invest money into cryptocurrency, especially when you're an artist and you're a broke artist. But like I was saying, what's the cost for me to write a rap and get paid in cryptocurrency? It's a rap. I got tons of those. I got, you know how many raps I got in my chest? Like, they're there. Like, you want one? Right now, I got you. You know, like, they're ready. <laughs> so my thing is, like, NFTs bring us as creatives into the space of actually earning crypto as opposed to, like, spending money on crypto getting money from crypto. Mm -hmm. And that sounds really simple, but that's a huge paradigm shift. When in your head, this is what I've been trying to tell people for years. Everyone, yeah, get crypto, but research into it. Find out what's in the technology. Find out all of that. So it's like, this is, if you make an NFT, like, you know, to make an NFT, you need to have a wallet. You need to know mm -hmm. what a, a private key is. You need to, like, all of a sudden, all these terms that seemed like these crazy things I didn't understand, they might still be a little complicated. They're you not actually have a working. They're not. Yeah, it's just, you have a working understanding of this now. So NFTs on, on one level offer that okay but on a way bigger level than that they actually offer the ability to create digitally scarce things which we haven't had until cryptocurrency we're like if you have a, a download of an album it's just a file right like anyone mm -hmm. can copy that file and it's gonna be the same file you can't copy an nft you could copy the file and this is where a lot of people get kind of like like the mantra that, yeah, that kind i was of, kind of break that down please because that, the, the mantra yeah yeah the mantra i always tell people is is NFTs don't prevent piracy, they prove ownership. So mm -hmm. to break that down into something more common is it's like, you can have a rip-off Gucci handbag, right? But unless it's got like that right stitch, unless it's got the little whatever of approval, it's not the same thing. Like you can rip off a, a Mona Lisa, you can take a picture of it and make a, a, a print of it, but is it worth money? No, because it's not the original, it's not mm -hmm. authenticated. So, so it's being... So let me, let me just yeah, yeah, play yeah. devil's advocate. Yes, with, yes. With, with taking, in, uh, taking account of what you just said, mm -hmm. right? And making that mm -hmm. distinction between the, the fake Gucci bag and the real Gucci bag, right? Mm -hmm. In the real world, we can 
tell the difference physically. Mm -hmm. yep. In the digital world, who the fuck cares? Right? I guess especially with audio, right? I right, think like that's, that's, that's yeah. I'm d and I'm just playing devil's advocate. Like who who cares about authenticity versus if it's a copy of an MP3, why would I why would it matter to me as the everyday Joe Schmo whether I'm listening maybe to a copy it's of the probably not for the everyday Joe Schmo though. <laughs> yeah, well uh, potentially I mean, potentially not for everyday Joe Schmo, but it's yeah. like you know, I was talking when me and Caleb were talking about this, I was like, why did people flex having the purple tape? You know, mm. from Raekwon. Oh, oh, I got, hey, you got that purple, no, no, I, uh, I got the later, you had that tape, you were fucking in on hip-hop ground level. You were a part of that fucking movement. You were there, you know? It's like, what why do it? people want collectible baseball cards? You could take a photocopy of that baseball card, comic book, <laughs> you know, why is, why is anything collectible? And it's because it's authentic, it's because you want mm -hmm. a connection with the creator. It's because you want that stamp of authenticity, you know? It's like, yes, to me, when I was growing up, Beanie Babies were stupid little plushies. I had so to many some of people, those. <laughs> they were worth like hundreds of hundreds of dollars, and it was a real oh, thing. And, you know, but that's I just like. Oh, shit, they made one? Yeah. That's kind of crazy. And I sold it at a garage sale for like 50 bucks. I'd be like a millionaire right now if I didn't 100. do that. See? I'm positive they resold that you shit. Know what, you know what I'm saying, though? Like, 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 what is value to anyone? You know, like, why. So, so it's just, it's bringing that though, because you couldn't do that with an MP3. You can't have a unique MP3. It just, it, you can't. You can copy it and paste it, put another folder. It'll look exactly the same. Mm -hmm. Maybe like the date created, it'll be a little different, but then you can just doctor that. Okay, date created, you can go into the code right. and change that. With Bitcoin, with, with cryptocurrency, you can't do that. If I make five of these, there's only ever going to be five. It'll say when I made it. It'll say it was made in this wallet. You can track where it went from there, and you can say, wow, so this is authentic. you can't copy it. Like, so if somebody says, hey, I want that song that so-and-so put out, they have Again, to buy you, it. you can copy. You can put it out on Spotify, but you just can't make any more crypto. You, you can copy the – yeah, essentially, and this is, this is what's, like, really weird, and it is kind of like a what-the-hell moment, and it's mm -hmm. like takes a second to get through – they can copy the song, but they can't copy the NFT. And again, I go back to like a baseball card. Like you could copy the baseball card and have the picture of it, but it's not worth anything. Mm -hmm. You can copy the song. You'll have the MP3 of the song, but you won't have the NFT. That's like one of five. You'll have, then, by having an MP3, you have one of infinity. So my There's no is, scarcity to it. What With about NFTs, like for artists hmm? like us though? Like what, I mean, I, I can see why someone would want something like that from an already well-off artist or someone that's like, you know, mm -hmm. mid-level celeb yeah. artist. Why from someone that's still, you know, just known in their community, why would yeah. someone want to buy an NFT? Pretty, pretty good question. And I think this goes into also how people approach NFTs. Because some people try to do like, I'm selling one NFT for thousands of dollars. And like, because on Ethereum, which higher fees, higher transaction fees, you have to kind of, because it's like maybe $80 to $100 in fees. But I'm on a smaller market called Ghost Market, where it'll be like 20 cents to send something and, mm -hmm. and lower fees to mint it. And, and coming from, coming from that standpoint, cause this doesn't really make sense with the ETH standpoint. Cause you have to kind of have to sell them for more. Cause I like to call it like the, the fees are like kind of like shipping and handling, you know, you're not gonna sell something mm -hmm. for 10 bucks. If it's 80 bucks shipping and handling. So with ghost market, I, I like, I flip that question on its head and I say, why does someone ever buy any of your music? You know, like, cause they want to support you as an artist because they want a piece yeah, of, the, of your thing. So what's so, a fan of you? Oh, well, and what do they get when they buy your album? Honestly, nothing other than supporting you. They get the songs, but those are out streaming anyway. Are right. you not putting your album out anyway? What did they, they got duped as shit? They just bought your wave files that are everywhere? They just bought your MP3s? Damn, they got a CD that they's going to get scratched in a couple weeks right. or a couple years and they're going to have to throw away because it's going to be worth nothing, even though they loved it for a couple years. That's yeah. not going to age well. Right. No one, nothing in the small regional rap market ages well at all. No one's going to buy this and think, hey, this might increase in value. But if someone's going to buy your album anyway, why not, yeah, give them the files. You could even make an NFT with the CD. You, you get the CD, you get that, and you get an NFT. But mm -hmm. what it does is it actually provides something of value that's scarce and that is looked at, at least on some level, by some people as a collectible. You know, it like instead of it just being a rap song, it's the cryptocurrency scarce item. Right. Which, which again, you can't have that with an MP3. And the closest thing we have as artists is like vinyl, you know, which is dope. And that's why I think as artists, we're like, man, I would love to do a limited vinyl run. So my true fans can have a vinyl. Is, is I could have ascent. that. Yeah. Yeah. That's why vinyl because it, sales it's have outnumbered most other. Because it's it's a piece that you get from the artist that that you can actually relate to on a level. And also, I mean, I have a ton of vinyl in front of me. Vinyl is also physical. And that's there's that aspect of it also. But my point being that like. 
right now, unless you get something like a vinyl, if you get an MP3, that's one of infinity. There's there's no limit to that. So if they're going to buy your album anyway, instead of saying, I'm selling this for 20 bucks just for a digital download or you know 15 or whatever you're selling it for, let me sell it for like 25 because it's a rare digital one. And then you mm -hmm. got 20 of those albums for 25. And then you do a, a more scarce version of that where you do like a deluxe edition and you do five of those and you maybe make that a little higher if someone wants to mm -hmm. you know be, be a, a bigger fan or something. And it just, it creates a downstream revenue source that as artists we don't have if someone sells that nft later you get 10 percent of that you get that. you get percentages off that yeah so if say i set, so like i minted an nft right mm -hmm. um kayla bought it and so yeah, yeah, yeah like say you know in five years i blow the fuck up mm -hmm. and kayla resell my nft for more money yep. Yep. and then i would still get you still get a portion of it 10 percent yep. um yeah it would instantly i'm looking for um, uh, in, per in perpetuity. Okay. Yeah. In perpetuity. Yep. yep. And yes. Yeah, so, so, and then whoever sells it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and Our audience may not. Uh. Audience. <laughs> um, and and yeah, you know, it, it's dang. I totally lost my train of thought right there. Something about something. Something about uh, something. It, selling NFTs, making money off. Of them. Oh yeah, yeah. What I go back to is like when we started talking about like yeah you know i recorded this unknown kid that no one knew of in my studio when he was 17 his name was 24k golden and i would i actually had a song on my phone i'd play it for people they had a song called birkenbag bitch i don't think it's ever been released i keep telling people as a joke i was like yo i need to i need to leak one of his songs take off one of his verses put a hash brown verse on yes. and be like 24k golden feature i would never do that because i'm like that's you i think we're cool in the studio you and you're a man of principle because you know I, I still sleazy motherfuckers would actually it's it's such a fun idea i don't even need to do it i don't even need to do it i get so much joy just thinking about the alternate universe where i am doing it you know like oh that that already oh he's getting it right now you know me yeah, we're chilling on the mountain putting it all but, back um, in the crypto ask, ask but yeah, 24k gold and you should be like but, yo what's up with the feature on that but you know like but the point is like i was a fan of him then and i actually like had his song on my phone and would show people hey like i'm not a fan of tra trap but this kid's getting it you know like, this dude's dope if he had a 10 or 15 dollar nft and i back then when he was 17 saw the promise in that imagine if i bought that just one of Damn. them what would that be worth now what would one of his first ever recorded at my studio mini NFTs be worth now? Ugh, that's crazy. But it's like, if you have faith in artists, like all of us, we're, we're smaller now, but like we're all on an upward trajectory. Like mm -hmm. if you really believe in an artist and you, you believe they have the passion and the talent, then isn't like, I feel like it's your, your obligation as an artist to give your fans in on that. I'm going you know, to give them your, that I'm value. I'm going to buy both of your NFTs. Now I'm thinking that's, about that's it. That's that's what I'm right. like okay. honestly though, you know what I'm saying? Like like really like really though, like we made we made some test NFTs for team for for team hodl. We made some test NFTs. Yeah. And I, we made we made three <laughs> but that's good. Like when has someone ever bought your album so they can make money? Ever. Yeah, ever. Yeah, and I, I but never I also think in the history of rap. There's there's a I think there's a danger in that, right? So like if I if somebody buys my NFT, regardless of the 10% in perpetuity, yeah, somebody yeah. buys my NFT for, say, mm -hmm. 150 bucks. Great, I made 150 yeah. bucks. They then go yeah. and sell that shit for $150,000. I still get my 10%, which is great. But they're still selling mm -hmm. it for hundreds of thousands of dollars more than I am making. Yeah, and they just set the price for everything that you have now being worth that because someone just said, oh, I will pay $150,000 for an unlearned track. That just oh, set the market so, price. So for that. then I can come out with another. They just NFT did you like the biggest favor ah, ever. Okay, it's so on sale. It's only seventy five thousand. So seventy five thousand. Last one sold for one hundred fifty k. Get in now. You could probably sell it for one hundred fifty thousand if you want. You that guy just. Me that guy just made right your. Now, that's that's, that's what people do in the fine art world. People people I'm literally buy their friends pieces and and bid it up. You know, in the fine art world, like, like I GameStop. was talking to, <laughs> like I, was, I was talking, I was talking to a friend. No, people, that's what I love about GameStop and that happening right now is people don't realize that's the game everyone's always been playing. As as not rich people, we just haven't realized that. Fuck. Like <laughs> yeah, that's what do you think? What, right now, what yeah. do you think collecting? Yeah. What do you think collecting art is? You're like, why the fuck would I? Why would Jay Z rap about buying a 4.5 million Picasso? Because that's gonna be worth nine million by the time he sells it. Damn. Yo, He's building the market. Right You're building now. the market, you know? This, this is how they do it. I was talking to a friend's, uh, an, a friend's like English dad who is a patron of the arts, and he was talking about this guy, and he just casually was like, yeah, you know, I, I bought a lot of his pieces. He's like, you know, I, I think I made the market for his art. Like, casually laughing, because that's what rich people say. Oh, you know, I bought all of these at a really expensive price. I think I just uh, set the price. 
Because if a rich person buys a bunch of your paintings for $50,000, someone's going to be like, oh, this is really nice art that's obviously worth $50,000 because this mm. art collector just spent that much on it. Damn. Like yeah, the fine art world, yo. Yeah, I need a, we, the fine art world, y'all. We sleeping on that as rappers. Yeah, we uh, sleeping on that as rappers, yo. We we on this like, yeah, I'm just gonna grind it out in like uh mode, and it's like these motherfuckers over here, they nah, spitting, they spitting some. Is more accessible now to the the patrons, you know. We, they yeah, hip hop classes. For One, the and that's what's cool the about NFTs, though, like it. is it makes it for everyone. Like anyone can be a patron. It doesn't need to be a rich person to do that. Like you could have your homie buy your your EP for ten bucks and then get in on the ground floor. You know, it's like they, they essentially have a stock in you as an artist. So then I think what the issue is for me, at least, it's like, okay, mm -hmm. I have all these fans of me that follow me on social media. Mm -hmm. How do I get them onto a platform like Ghost Market? And is it confusing? Is it hard? Like, is it easy to navigate? Yeah, I mean, for, for most people that aren't into crypto, most crypto things are hard. Like, let's just, okay. just creating a wallet and a seed phrase. Like, what's a seed phrase? You know, it's like, it's going to seem hard. But for like, I had a, I have a, a friend, homie client that I've been consulting with NFTs and it came down to the day of mincing them. And I was like, Hey, you need to make your wallet. So you mint them. So it doesn't say made by hash brown. We need to say it was made by you. Cause when you make your NFT, it's like what wallet made it like, again, forever. It'll say this person made it. That's a stamp of it's authenticity. It's like you're publishing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like you're signing a limited version publishing. of it. <laughs> He's my publishing and it's bad. Well, it's so bad. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's not that hard to get publishing. Come on. Just, I, I don't actually register my shit with my publishing, but I got it. So, I mean, I can't. I can't. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I need to be better, too. I need to be better, too. I won't. I won't we all need I won't. to be better. But... It's just so easy. I can just type in his shit and then be like, give me money. Wait, you know what's easier? <laughs> Typing in your shit. <laughs> and you know what's smarter for and the long run? Yes. Get yo shit. This oh, is what this whole wow. conversation is about. Claiming your Jesus IP. Christ. Claiming your value. As an artist. Yeah, but then that's 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 the... the that's that's where no, rappers I, I and I know it's artists, on my list of to do. Okay? This is Don't like give me the, a hard time. But has speaking Brown, of that, so if oh, yeah, people yeah. want to tap in with you and know more about crypto, know more about NFTs, where can they crypto find you? Fam. Shout out all the oh. things. Shout out your raps. Shout out your whatever project Lambo you're working Land. on. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, okay. So rap group, crypto rap group, modal. We've been making uh, stuff since 2017. Uh, so it's one word: T A M H O D L. Uh, if you search Lambo Land, two words, you, you'll see a video of me with when I had my longer locks, just goofy trap rapping about cryptocurrency back in 2017. I actually rented a Lambo, drone shots, fun, goofy stuff. So um, that's that's the crypto rap group. Uh, we have a board game we're developing right now. That's actually it's, right now it's just calling it Lambo Land, the game, which is I, I need a better name for it maybe. But very interesting game. I uh, got a couple developers on that. Super excited, like kind of entertainment, kind of educational, trying to create it into a digital app. Um, that then we can actually tie NFTs into. So then people could like, we could have creators, for example, like Fortnite, people making, Fortnite's making billions of dollars off kids buying these skins. Like I hear my nephews, dad, can I get some V bucks? You know, like freaking out over this shit. But it's like the creators aren't making that much. So we could have this board game. What if we have like an NFT where it's like a redesign of the board or when you get to the end place, it plays one of your, like we could have an unlearned song in there and people could buy that NFT that ties into the game. When you get to this end of the game, it plays my song. And then we would take a percentage, like a small percentage, but then the creators could do that. And like they could make however many of the NFTs they want as in-game items. Um, that's another thing. And then what I'm most excited about, oh God, there's actually another thing too. Ghost Music.Ghost Market, I'm helping kind of, uh, I shouldn't even talk about this really, but I'm kind of helping um, reimagine, because right now everyone's making NFTs, like it, it's based off visual previews where when you upload it, it's an MP4, JPEG, PNG, GIF, like a visual thing. And then you have to like click it and then go through and then unmute it or then click a link to another thing to find the music. And I'm like, this makes no sense. We're, we're musicians. You should be able to hear it. You should have a music marketplace that you can actually hear the NFTs easily. So I honestly don't know if I should even be putting this out there. But one of the things I thought about, which I don't think anyone's doing really right now, so I, eh, whatever, um, is safe. just making is just making an audio preview when you upload your thing. So you can go to the music marketplace and have an MP3 player at the bottom and say, oh, let me listen to hip-hop NFTs. Ooh. And it'll just play it. We could make playlists that would be social. It could be a Bay Area hip-hop playlist that will just play through all the NFTs. When it goes up on one, it's like, Oh, there's one of these available. Do you want to buy it? Or like these aren't available, but here's more NFTs from this artist. You know, like an actual social community where where people can consume 
within there and discover within there and make more because right now we're just trying to shove a square peg in a round hole and it's like bruh well that's the let's make a round hole that's the debate or let's make a square hole we are creating a new frontier the digital world we are literally creating new digital real estate where people can literally create their own communities and their own marketplaces and they're Mm -hmm. setting whatever exchange of currency they're choosing and they're figuring mm-hmm. out how to spend on it. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. if, if you have enough people in the community, it doesn't fucking matter where else your shit is because mm-hmm. that community mm-hmm. in of itself is supporting you. Mm-hmm. So you could be, exactly. you know, you could be a hash brown where it's like, you know what? I'm, I may not be popping in the world of Spotify, but in this crypto shit. But I think yep. you might be popping <laughs> in Spotify too because shit i don't know eh, i feel like i don't i don't actually know we but, it, check those we, numbers. but my point is uh, that it wouldn't matter like you wouldn't matter yeah 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 if you're if you're exactly exactly and that's that's the world and people are fucking with you they're paying for your music they're buying your merch your mm-hmm. act mm-hmm. i don't give a fuck yeah, about fifteen thousand streams on spotify right. somebody's gonna yeah. pay me that that pay me nothing bucks yeah for this one you yeah. crazy yeah totally it makes yeah. so much sense dude the, the first night i made team hodl nfts we we sold i made this one that was called vip so we had one that was like the album one that was like a song one that was like a music video i made one package that was only 10 of them i could just call it team hodl vip the first night i think i sold two of them and they were 200 dollars. it was just a gif i made like 400 dollars of like a 10 second snippet from a song and a gif because people were like I was like, why? Because there's only 10 of them. There's more of the other ones. They wanted <laughs> to be in the, the exclusive ranch. club, Damn, you know? Bro. People are in the you know, studio but it's like five like, hours. Yeah, get it, get it. You know, you know? Off a stream. Fuck. You know, that's that's what I'm saying. So so creating, that, that's one of the like, things I'm passionate about again. Is like, yeah, I could just try to sell NFTs or it could be like, how do I make this work better for me and musicians? How do I get us into this space? Because right now it's like, let's fit into their thing. Let's, let's, how do I, how do I, it's like, okay guys, like calm down off that. That's why I said like very really when, when the hype dies down, when it starts crashing, people don't believe in it. I fucking love that. Because then you get to yeah. work in silence without people looking over your shoulder it's like okay great i got time to build a marketplace right now i got two developers work on that i got two developers on the board game we got other shit in the works you know i i love this this is my favorite but okay the the thing i'm most excited about i actually totally forgot about music.ghostmarket because i'm not supposed to talk about that but but very excited um like i was talking to the lead developer of ghost market i had like a one-on-one conversation with him in zoom and he was like dude this is amazing like this is what i imagine like maybe we could you know eventually have you sign an nda and like run this like i could be the guy running a music platform like you know we'd be the homies and it would just be like altruistic like let's do this for the fam let's represent like the proper ideals it's not about getting rich it's about creating a sustainable environment for us and our fans actually providing our fans value too you know and getting rich <laughs> i mean it wouldn't hurt yeah, i mean you, yeah. you just gotta throw it in there like I, you know I, i'm just literally like come on like come on honestly honestly though too like like yeah ideally but, but like what what i what i would say like my mission statement is is like and this is no no shade, but I would say like you could be a mediocre plumber or electrician, right? You could be just okay at your job, pretty good, and feed your family. You could be a fucking amazing musician, an amazing artist, and have to work a second job and not be able to feed people. You know, like yeah. getting rich, cool, cool, but that's not like, yeah, some might get rich and great. I just want to level it out so people can just be creatives and just feed their family. Dude, you know, like just the like let's right just like, let's just it. not. You know, and that's why like the money ben grab Franklin. stuff. Yeah, that's why the money grab stuff kind of bugs me, and that's that's actually full circle. This is why I'm creating this this whole like collective right now of crypto fam, where it's like it's not about money grab. It's not about let me sell one NFT for a right. thousand of dollars and like the give you my rights to my music style. away. It's it's, it's about revolutionizing co- the way that people are buying and exchanging yeah. music. Exactly, entertainment and all forms of yeah, and all exactly. forms of art- artistry. I don't so, even need to explain you. You have to do it for me. You have to do it for me. <laughs> thank you, sir. Shout out where people can find you on the social medias and all of that, please. Uh, most social medias, I'm just uh, at the one. So T-H-E, the number one, and then hash brown. Um, we just launched, uh, trying to get both of you in it, our little crypto fam collection. You guys, I have, we need to have a meeting soon because I have <laughs> so many. I like, don't even get me. I could, we could have a whole nother one of these about just the plans for crypto fam. Like, it's not even funny. Um, but yeah, you know, www.cryptofam.io is the beginning of that. Um, hopefully we'll have these lovely artists on there as well. Um, and yeah, you know, find me on socials if you want. Um, yeah, my, my, my mission really is to just like help people like make, you know, as creatives, dude, we, 
we provide so much value to the world. You know how much Facebook and Instagram are making off our videos? Like we post them for a couple emojis, but they're making billions of dollars profit off people going to these platforms because of our content. Like let's level we that. We are the content. Like we are we, providing. We are. Yes. I don't, I don't go on Instagram because Instagram, I go because I want to see a dope unlearned verse. Hey, bro, the 18th letter? That part. Rakim? Yes. What the like you know, that's why I go on Instagram to see my people winning. I don't go on it because the fucking Instagram shit. So by the way, congrats on that, man. Like I, I can't believe I almost forgot to say that. Like Thank that's I appreciate that. Dude, that's good. that's not even big, bro. That's huge. That's like yeah. I uh, that's that's colossal. So yeah, I mean, you know, that Thank that's you. why I go on social Thank media. So cause cause we create the value, you know? So it's like if, if people can't see that an NFT from you is worth something when you got fucking announcement after announcement coming up, uh, then sleep on me and just get the digital thing. But the people who believe in me are going to buy these <laughs> NFTs and I'm going to see them at the top. We're going to exactly. salute each other at the top. Exactly, man. So, I'm yeah, trying to be everyone's hype, man. We, we dope-ass artists out here in the Bay. Like, we Seriously. need our dues. And this is really a tech that, like, can... Like, we got culture. We got sauce. You know, we got all of that. What we don't have is the engine. And this is really providing that framework. We are not engine, outnumbered. You know, so. We are out organized. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Malcolm X. That's why I'm trying to, so. why I'm trying to build <laughs> organizations. <laughs> so that's why we're trying to, you know, yeah, exactly. let's like really, you know, a rising tide raises all ships. So. Exactly. Well, thank you, sir. And this has been beyond, beyond Amazing. informative Holy and shit. inspirational. Hey, yeah, thank you both. And, like my brain Killed is going to be on just fire. Seriously. Um, all that thing. Yo, all that, yeah, all I was tired after this. Now I'm like, I'm energized. I'm, ready I'm, to go. Ready to I'm go. glad it even made sense. I'm just over here like ranting about shit coins and like oh. stuff. Ah, you guys are like, okay, like as, as long as it. I'm going to listen to this every morning. Just exactly. Oh, yeah. Just to take notes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Ratchet and Woke podcast. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Email us questions, comments, topics, all the things ratchet and woke podcast at gmail.com my man hash brown unlearn the world little MC. mc we're out of here peace, peace.